The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer greatly from the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes and be killed. And on the third day, be raised. Then Peter took Jesus aside and began to rebuke him. God forbid, Lord, no such thing shall ever happen to you. He turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are an obstacle to me. You are thinking not as God does, but as human beings do. When Jesus said, then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. What profit would there be for one to gain the whole world and forfeit his life? Or what can one give in exchange for his life? For the Son of Man will come with his angels in his Father's glory, and then he will repay all according to his conduct. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So a few years back, we had to replace the roof shingles. At the time, Brother Dave Guza had an older brother who was a professional roofer. So, of course, we asked him to come to help supervise the job. So the first day of the job, he, the supervisor, the brother, came to me and said, we need a dumpster today so that we could slide all the shingles into the dumpster. So I called our regular dumpster company, and they did not have a dumpster available. So then I got into the internet and I got a list of all the dumpsters in the local area. And none of them had a dumpster available. Some needed a 24-hour notice. Some of them were all unavailable because they were going to be used for the 4th of July cleanup, which was that weekend, and I couldn't get a dumpster. So I brought the bad news to the supervisor, the brother, and uh, he said to me, I know I can get a dumpster here today very soon. Go get me a phone book. Well, I was impressed with his persistence, and I said, well, just give me another chance. So lo and behold, I missed one of the dumpster companies, Dr. Dumpster. I didn't know there was a Dr. Dumpster. I knew there's a Dr. There's a Dr. Lawn and a Dr. Teeth <laughs> and, a, and a Dr. Tree. So I called the doc, and he says, when do you need it? I says, a half hour ago. He says, I'll be there in 40 minutes. You ever have one of those days where you just don't seem like you get anything done? that you all the phone calls you make and you're running around, you're doing it. At the end of the day, you have nothing to show for all the effort that you put into the day. I was not having one of those days. It was like my hands were on fire with, with production. We got the dumpster, and we, we stripped the one side of the roof. This, this is a big roof. It's a huge roof. 
You get up there, you'll see how big it is. We stripped the whole one side of the roof, got all the debris in the dumpster, and then we put the, the rubber membrane down all in one day. It was amazing. And the reason why we were so productive is because we were following somebody that knew what they were doing. Now, I say that because in the gospel, Jesus turns to Peter and calls him Satan. Why Satan? Because a few months earlier, Jesus was in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights, and Satan stood in front of Jesus and started telling Jesus what to do. And what did Satan ever do? Did Satan ever help with the creation? Did Satan help God fill in the waters of the ocean? I don't think so. Did Satan help design the Himalayan mountains? I don't think so. Did he even lift a rock or a boulder? No. Did Satan even create one fruit fly? No. And here he is standing in front of Jesus telling him what to do. So when Peter is standing in front of Jesus telling him what to do, (laughs) Jesus calls him Satan. But then he gives him really good advice. He says to him, get behind me. Well, that's a really good invitation. That's a huge opportunity because when you get behind Jesus, that means you're not in the position now in front of him where you're telling him to follow you. You are now following Jesus. You're in the position of following, not leading. And now Peter is going to follow Jesus because now he's behind him. He's going to follow Jesus into Jerusalem. And when Peter's in Jerusalem, that's where he's going to receive the Spirit. And it's going to be in Jerusalem that Peter is going to, on Pentecost Sunday, go out and convert 3,000. It's going to be in Jerusalem that he's going to go to the temple and cure a man who has been paralyzed for life. It's in Jerusalem that he's going to be in, in jail, and in the middle of the night, the doors are just going to knock right open. He's going to just walk right out and start doing his work again. Peter's going to be very, very productive when he goes to Jerusalem and on. And he's going to make one of the biggest impacts in, in the world. Late teens, early 20s, I was working with my father, who was a carpenter. And usually at the beginning of the day, Dad had to go in the office and take care of some business. He had to make some phone calls, order the lumber, make out some checks. And I had plenty to do outside of the office. I loaded up the truck with the tools, swept up the sawdust, uh, replaced the dull blades with sharper blades and the, and the skill saws. And when my father walked out of that office and started walking toward the truck, that was my cue. Whatever I was doing, no matter how important I thought it was, I just dropped it. I dropped what I was doing and got into the truck. I know I wanted to finish what I started, but I got into the truck because I knew when I go with my father that we're going to go off somewhere and I'm going to learn something. I'm going to do something I never did before. Maybe that day we were going to uh, put in some, uh, install some gutters. Or maybe install some, uh, some cabinets. Maybe do a roof job. Or maybe an addition. Maybe pour, uh, pour concrete for the footing. I was going to produce something. I was going to do something that day that I never did before. Because I was following somebody that knew what he was doing. Remember Matthew. There he is. At his, he's a tax collector. And there he is at the table. He has a... Has a jar full of money and he has his log and he's writing in the names of the people who are paying and putting into the, to the jar the money of their taxes. And then Jesus came by and he said, follow me. Immediately, 
he left what he was doing. No matter how important it was, no matter how valuable it was, he left immediately to follow the Lord. Why? Because he knew how productive his life would be if he did. And I think the gospel here is an invitation. It invites us to, like Peter, get behind and follow. And it's a great opportunity. Because if we do that, and we accept the invitation, at the end of our life, guaranteed that we're going to have something to show for it.